Hi, I'm Maria Thea Harris-Lovello-Sos and welcome back to Socialist Tuesday. Stay listening. So Organised Style Podcast acknowledges traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognises the continuing connection to lands, waters and community. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the Elders past, present and emerging. A big sponsor shout out goes to our two podcast friends and sponsors. The Australian Sewing Guild, who has been our Monday Daily Series regular, is now a sponsor of Sew Organised Style Podcast. Go to ozsew.org to check out the online workshops, sew-alongs, skills library and more. Our second sponsor is Tatiana's School of Couture as she launches it online. Thanks for joining us on Socialist Tuesday where you'll find out what's coming up in the world of socialists. Socialist is a sewing blog for everyone and we're welcoming back Chloe Reid, the Australian editor for Socialist. How are you, Chloe? I'm really good, Maria, and it's great to be here again. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. And we're at the end of the year, so it's kind of the countdown, right? It is a bit. I have to say, I do feel like I'm kind of crawling rather than skipping towards New Year. I understand. But we've got something to celebrate with Gabby. Yes, we do. That post went out last week on Monday, Mm -hmm. but you guys hopefully would have seen it. It was a bit of a surprise hijack of Gabby's normal fortnightly-ish posts. So I realised that Gabby, number 30, was coming out and thought that's a pretty amazing kind of milestone for her in terms of someone who our then editor, Becky, reached out to and said, hey, you seem to know lots about this and, you, you know, you talk a lot about fitting and would you like to do some posts for us? And it just kind of grew from there. And I think, as you would have seen in the post, the thing that is most amazing about Gabby is that this is her job and yet kind of willing to be so generous and open with it. I don't know about you but when I used to work in IT the last thing I wanted to do was have somebody ask me to fix their computer when I wasn't at work and so I don't know I I think I always deeply respect someone whose passion spills out into their social life and the things they're willing to kind of invest their time in as a volunteer and as well as being their main job I think it's pretty tremendous. Yep she's always happy to help all the time. She is and I, I tried to capture a little bit in the post the degree to which I mean I try not to take advantage of it but the degree to which you go oh, I'm having this problem with, and then suddenly she's deep into a thread of conversation with somebody on our Slack group where she's talking about needing a forward shoulder adjustment or she's talking about whether you might consider doing it this way or that way, even to the extent of actually getting the pattern and making it when we were talking about the Muna and Broad Banksia bralette. Lots of people debating the inside structure with the funny sling things and she ended up getting it and making it just so she could help us out with fitting and analyse the pattern a bit for us, which was just amazing. She does live and breathe her expertise. Yeah, she does. And she's just lovely in real life. She's gentle. She's not in your face all the time, but she checks in and says, how are you? And how are things going over there? And she's just lovely to have around. So it was really nice to be able to celebrate her and also to remind people of all those posts. They are an amazing resource. They definitely are. Yep. That was last week and that was a lovely thing to do. And I think the other thing that's happened since we last spoke is you've had both Chris and Renee, who were two of the editors on the podcast. Yes. So it's lovely to have them and it's just this 
as a new editor joins, just getting these different ideas from them and different suggestions and building the relationships with them and kind of making them part of the team. It's all really cool. And the key thing that came from both of their discussions is they've gained their skills and knowledge from the sewing community and they now want to pay it forward or pay it back. Yeah, that's lovely. And actually, I can't announce all of them because they're sort of doing a staggered start, but we've got, I think, three new editors starting between now and the new year. And we've also had one start since we last spoke, which is Sue Stoney. Mm. And I think people might know her as Fadanista, but I think she's actually now Sue Stoney rather than like on social media and stuff. Yep. Sue Stoney is part of the three that run Magum Sew Along, Make a Garment a Month Sew Along. Yeah, she also does loads of zero waste sewing, which I'm really excited that hopefully she'll explore for us. And obviously I'm secretly a little bit excited that there's somebody, because she lives in Australia, there's somebody who's sort of in my time zone. Although unfortunately, because Australia is such a big place and she lives on the other side of it to me, she's actually still three hours away. (laughs) It's better than the 17 hours behind that I normally do the mental gymnastics for. But yeah, it's lovely to have Sue as part of the group. And again, getting to know her and hearing what she wants to write about and having her in the Slack and joining us is just fantastic. Sue was instrumental in starting the Sewing Save series on Fridays on the podcast. Lovely. And as I said, we put a shout out for some other editors through the blog and Instagram and we got a number of people come back to us. And so we've picked two or three of those to join us sort of between now and the new year, a bit of a staggered start. And then some of the others are either going to write posts for us or are going to maybe become part of the copy editing team because actually with people who put their hand up, we were always pretty excited and grateful for that. So finding a way to include them and maybe they're in the next round of editors, that's kind of the philosophy that we take for it. It's good having a group of people from a global perspective. You get stories that are readable and understandable no matter where you're from. Yeah, it's nice. And we've We try and be as deliberate as we can on making sure we've got a good spread of people around the world. So obviously, we're still quite heavy on the kind of UK, Australia, America, Canada focus. So if anyone's listening who's not from those places and wants to join us, they should still email us. That would be most appreciated. Great. And so the other thing I thought we should talk about is the top five series that we're running. That's something that our founder, Gillian, started on her blog quite a few years ago now and she moved it to socialist either last year or the year before and it's just a really nice way of thinking about the year thinking about the year without it being super taxing to do so so it's just we've had our top five hits post which went out last week and this week on Wednesday will be top five misses I don't really want to think about the misses I've had this year (laughs) (laughs) I'm a glass half full type person I'll focus on the hits Yes, or we could call them opportunities for growth. Most of the top five posts that we do on socialists are similar to the ones you would do if you had your own blog. So it's, here's my favourite garment that I made this year, or here's what the editors thought were their favourite five. In the Mrs. post this week, I didn't add to the hits one just because I was distracted with other things and we had enough content really. In the Mrs. one, I thought one of the misses that I wanted to call out was actually from the perspective of the socialists and the socialist community. And so you'll see in the post when it comes out on Wednesday, but I just wanted to talk a bit about the engagement that we do or don't get from certain types of posts. And so the longer the post, the more serious the content, potentially contentious, but really serious, Mm -hmm. actually the less 
we get people commenting, the less we get people engaging. And I'm just not sure whether that the kind of general trend to move away from blogs and to move away from longer kind of articles and towards sort of shorter content that's easier to engage with, or, or whether it reflects something about the way we're presenting the topics or the types of things that we're writing about. But either way, it doesn't feel quite right for us. It feels like a big part of socialists is hearing stories, things like the Social Justice Sewing Academy, even kind of Gabby's posts, actually, that the ones where you might actually need to sit down with a cup of tea and kind of read. It feels like maybe people can't engage as well with those. I don't know if you've got any thoughts on that. From my perspective as a reader, when I've had a look at the longer posts, they do have more content in there. Mm. And for me, it's food for thought. So I still appreciate them and I use them as references. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're really well researched. And when you look at Gabby's ones or anyone's posts, the editors do the role in making sure that they're readable, that the links work, etc. And for me, they're like really good references that I will always go back to. Yeah. And actually, I would say that we're not very good at stats, particularly. Like we tend to notice when we tip over a certain milestone, but we don't go and look at how many reads does a post get and, you know, all those Mm -hmm. kinds of things. We tend to just, we do what we do. I do think those ones, I think Becky went and looked actually a while ago and they kind of have a slower burn. So you see, they don't have this big peak that then drops away to nothing, but what they do have is kind of a more continued engagement that happens perhaps over a longer period of time and that probably reflects exactly what you just said they're the sort of articles that you would you know traditionally you would have bookmarked them yes and gone back to sorry I know that's an old term but it yeah I bookmark things yeah yeah that makes sense and I think also the other thing is just that kind of a lot of us have that sense of oh well they're an expert on something they don't want to they don't want to hear from me or what can I say other than this article was interesting rather than adding something to it And so possibly it's just that people feel a bit like they're not sure what to say, if that makes sense. I know sometimes I do on that thing. And every now and again, I think about that and I force myself to actually go comment because I think about the work that went into something and actually that the authors behind these posts from other people are, they're just people, right? They're just people who are interested to know if you liked it or interested to know if it made you think about something. And so I kind of try and make myself do that every now and again. I can see how it doesn't quite shut people out, but it's something that people, they might struggle with what they would say that that would be worth kind of writing a comment for. It's not, you know, one of those blog posts where you go, oh, that's really great. Or that pattern worked because it's a thought piece. So that's why I bookmark them rather than say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. And I think it's such a contrast for us from our posts where particularly ask the socialists Mm -hmm. where you literally say, do you finish your seams? And everyone goes, oh, let me tell you. Uh, Because we are literally explicitly saying, tell us what you do because everyone's interested in all the different types of approaches to whatever it is, whether it's sewing for other people or finishing your seams or or whatever. So yeah, I think that's just something for us to think about as we move into a new year is, is that just what it is? And that's something we just kind of accept and and we see the longer, slower burn on those posts. Or do we do something to kind of try and reach out and connect more immediately with people? I'm not sure necessarily what the answer is, but it just occurred to me as as something that we want to make sure, especially when it's a guest author, we want to make sure they feel like they've added something by putting the effort in. Yep. So then after that, you get kind of the rest of the top 
five series. So there are highlights, reflections, and goals. You would have heard me pause there as I listed them because I always get super confused between hits and highlights and reflections. Mm-hmm. It kind of all merges into one for me. So when I've done this on my own blog, I've tended to go hits and misses and goals. And I've I've kind of skipped highlights and reflections often, but I'm pretty sure we'll be doing them on socialists. So those posts will be coming up one next week, one the week after, and then we're into the new year with goals. Socialists are still working through the holidays. Yes. I always find it weird when I do the schedule and find, because we post Monday, Wednesday, Friday, when I find out that Christmas Day is on a Friday and New Year's Day is on a Friday. But we usually schedule those posts ahead and, you know, we don't actually have to do a lot in the days leading up to them if we're organised. So no one's sitting in the socialist office burning the midnight oil, which is good. No, but there's always someone on Instagram, although that's, it's almost easier and because we're all on it anyway, right? Because it's... Yeah often work holidays for people depending on where we work and certainly for us in Australia because it's summer often people take a longer break so you're kind of sitting around with a bit of socialists Instagram and not feeling like it's as much of a rush as when you've got your day job going exactly that's good yeah so the only other thing I thought we should cover is to say thank you to you for having us all of this year well nearly all of this year on the podcast it's been it's been the oddest year uh, and it has, been, hasn't it? <laughs> yes, it's been lovely for me personally to be able to connect with you, sometimes weekly, sometimes with a bit of a longer gap. But I think also for the, the other people who come on through socialists directly or indirectly, it's been a lovely experience and it's really nice to be involved with the podcast. Thank you so much. I've really been grateful that socialists were happy to take Tuesday and that I've been able to continue to make sure that you've got socialist podcasts on a Tuesday that match what you're doing online and honestly it's opened my eyes to so many different issues so thank you so much as well it's great so have a lovely festive season whatever you do and we'll see you in the new year have a great break as well over the holidays thank you thanks everyone thanks bye have a lovely day listeners this episode of so organized style podcast for the socialists was produced by me maria thea harris with permission of Chloe, sound by bensound.com. You can subscribe to So Organised Style Podcast, spelt with an S, not a Z, on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and from all good podcast apps. Post any questions or podcast suggestions you have on our Instagram account or on our Facebook page. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone.